All right, welcome to Peace of Mind Radio Podcast. I am Brian Ramsey. That still is Chris Vaughn. Still. And this is ex-Mr. Producer Aaron McAndrew. He was behind the, uh, he was, well, he was producing it. And now we have Eric, who was here yesterday. He's now producing it. So when we refer to Mr. Producer, we're talking about Eric Douglas back there. Anyway, all right, so uh, first thing, uh, first that we didn't do last week, we're going to do this week, our phone number. You As you're watching this, if you, uh, or if you're listening to this, and you uh, find us interesting, you want to come see us, we do not charge for a uh, first meeting with anybody. You can come in and talk about anything you want. Come pick our brains and say, hey, I heard you guys talking about this particular subject, and I want to know more about it. I want to know kind of how you guys do things and how you uh, might see this particular uh, issue uh, or best practices with something. Uh, come see us. Uh, phone number for us, 502-200-5210. You can uh, check us out on our website, FWP, I think Mr. Producer is probably putting it up there. Yeah. Uh, but for those of you on uh, podcasts, it's FWP, Frank William Palm, uh, partners.com. You can go on there and then uh, pull up a team, click on any of our beautiful mugs, and uh, you'll pull up our calendar. <laughs> Not that any of us, we all have a face for radio, trust me, but uh, <laughs> but at least uh, at least you'll be able to pull it up That's and you can schedule so meetings. There's just so many comments there. What? There's just so many comments I can I make know. there. Well, you know, hey, it's, you know, real. He says that while we're looking into a camera. Yeah, I know. Uh, well, yeah, look, it, he's got the filters on, like, high level. That's true. To make us as a, more of a better appearance than, than anything. But anyway, all right, so we're now here to talk about us. All right, so today, interesting topic. Uh, did come up from a conversation I had with a uh, client as of this morning. It's happened on multiple occasions, yeah. but this particular phone call I got this morning, uh, we all were giggling about it in our meeting. And so we're like, hey, let's do, uh, let's do a topic on it. So today's topic is about just having an organized estate plan, yeah. right? We see this all too often where, uh, and I'm going to give you the example of the client in a minute, but all too often folks that walk in here that luckily we get a hold of and we're like, hey, you need to get organized here. And yeah. we help them get organized as part of what our service is. But we find that clients come in here. And boy, they're just so disorganized. They've got stuff everywhere. Even the ones that think they're organized. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, look, even we're in the business, and I would say that, uh, I, so I do, and I'll talk about what I do, but uh, might my, my, let's say my dad, for example, he's my executor today. Might he not know where something specific is? Right. Uh, probably. But I do give him a list every year of where all my stuff is, but might have missed a few things here and there. Maybe, but all the bulk of major stuff, you know, he obviously knows where it is and who to contact and all that, which we'll get to that in a few minutes. Now, let me set the scenario uh, for this particular, uh, this meeting I had this morning. So we have this client who's uh, elderly, okay? Uh, they're more senior, put it that way. And I would say they have about, I'm going to guess about $200,000, give or take a little bit. And it's literally spread over, I'm going to guess, at least 10 banks in Louisville. Wow. It's $5,000 in a CD there, $10,000 in a CD there. There's a checking account over here for this. There's a checking account over here for Social Security that she never want to change because it is a pain in the patootie to change her bank when it comes to Social Security benefits. Then she's got another checking account she opened up because she had a CD there at one point, and now she has something drawn out of that account. It's She literally, I bet, spends I don't know how much time every month just making sure these accounts have money in there because of all the deductions that are coming out or payments that are it, it's a hot mess but she doesn't want her kids to know what they have now they have other money too okay so they actually have some money but it's it's like oh you have so much going on 
that when you when you pass away, your kids are going to mourn you when you're for the first mm-hmm. three days you're gone, mm-hmm. right? Or up until they Hopefully put you in the longer ground. than three days. Until they until they are know that they're now the executor, right? And there's really nothing there, and they're going, "What in the world do I do first? Right? right? Uh, and so, and then six months into the, uh, they're, uh, you know, settling your estate, they're going to be cussing you because you didn't have stuff in order. And we see that a lot. Oh yeah. We actually, I, when I was at a, a previous life in this world, we literally were hired on multiple occasions from executors because they're like, "I give up. I, I there's no way I can do this. I'm out of town." They didn't have stuff organized. I give up. I'll just pay you to do it. And so we that was a revenue source. Well, it's its not a lot of fun to be an executor anyway. Well, that's true. Most of the time, you're doing it for a family member that you cared about, right? right? So uh, the question that I would ask you when you were doing all those, is the biggest pain to an executor the lack of organization? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there are other pains too, but probate's a pain in the rear end. Sure. But it's really, it's just finding out where stuff is right. because literally what you're having to do is Go to the mailbox, right? You're having to maintain that mailbox or that address so that you can get the mail in. You're like, oh, well, here, they've got an IRA at Fidelity. And you got to weed through Did, all the junk mail while you're doing yeah, and you're like, I what's what? Didn't know they had an IRA there. And then it's not like some of the account stuff you get, you get on a monthly basis. Those are pretty easy to find. Right. But some stuff you get on an annual basis, like if they have an annuity or a life insurance policy. Yeah. May not know where it is. You only get one statement a year. Yep. So that, that can be the other one. What's been your experience with that? I mean... Along the line, same lines of um, that you just mentioned is I did have a client as well that he passed away um, or not, they hadn't passed away yet. Some somebody had passed away. Their advisor had passed away. The the spouse, which was the um, the wife at the mm-hmm. time, has outlived the husband by twenty five years at this plus years at this right. time. Right. Uh, the advisor, it, the they kept everything like in like a, a brief so. It was like a briefcase almost. You, you open it up, and there was stacks of stuff. And I'm telling you right now, I found um, statements that were on ditto paper, like wow. back from before I was even alive. So, <laughs> right. And they were hanging on to all this stuff. So it, it, they were almost too organized right? because there were times where I was helping weed through these uh, the statements and the files here that I'd pull out an account, and you know how many companies have bought other companies yep. over the course of the last you know, 30 years or so, uh, that they wouldn't even know what account that was. Right. So long story short here, this, this took, um, it still is a client to this day, but um, this took about six to nine months before we could get through the entire <clears> thing. <throat> and the hardest part that we haven't even mentioned yet for me was the fact that if I'm calling these companies, they're not going to talk to me. I've right. got to get the client on the correct. phone, or I got to get the power. And you're of saying you the as phone. the advisor, right? Me as the advisor. Yeah, correct. And, and it's also true. It's also true of kids of parents if they're not on there. The kids get no information as well. Correct. Right? So that's yep. the other. That's another issue that we run into is kids calling saying, "Hey, I'm going to call about this account," especially after somebody's passed away, and you're like, "Hey, I can't give you any information." So your parent, your your mom's on your account. You're dead. And you're like, they just died. And you're like, don't care. Can't give you any information. Right, yeah. So, uh, adding to that story that I just said was one thing that we do here um, is on our client portals. We all the clients have a vault, 
Yep. So yep. what we were able to do was get them all in line. Um, took almost nine months to get everything because, like you said, you're getting statements <coughs> sometimes once yeah. a year. Um, and we get everything. We've created it digitally. So now they have basically an estate planning tool built into their client portal that if they somebody passes away or they were to pass away, their beneficiaries are all listed. We know who those beneficiaries mm-hmm. are. We know what's going on with the estate plan and everything. And now there's access to all the different statements, all the files, yep. uh, any the will, anything they may have have in place. And it makes it a lot life a lot easier when you don't have to uh, go through the house and uh, search, turn the couch over for right. you know different documents yeah. and stuff you're looking for. So. Yeah, so here's uh, – and I want to get to in a few minutes, I want to talk about the different things that we do ask clients to do or the vault or any kind of documentation that we come up with to help get organized. So I want to kind of finish up with that. Mm-hmm. But I want to give a couple of examples, uh, and then you guys kind of jump in here too. But So we're now right now dealing with a situation where uh, a, an elderly person just recently lost his wife and his wife was the money person. She took care of all the bills. She paid everything. Uh, he is legally blind, so he, he wasn't able to see anyway, couldn't see anyway. But um, but that's the reason why she sort of was there to take over, and, and he never really had anything to do with it. And so she passed away about five or six years ago. And what we found out was that he, would, he was trying to do things himself, even though he was, he's legally blind. And so we had somebody sort of step in, and, and, uh, and now we've got an attorney involved. We actually have a power of attorney, so we're kind of cleaning things up. But the issue is that he, we, as we are going through mail, we found checks that were two years old, made out to him, that were never deposited because – he uh, because he did he didn't know he didn't know what he you know, I guess he didn't know or didn't pay attention to it or whatever the case was. Um, so th- again, that's another issue of of not uh, you know not being the day to day money person, losing that spouse mm-hmm. or significant other, and then just having financial chaos is really what this person refer- referred to it as. So it doesn't always happen when you're dead. You can still be alive and have just financial yep. discord and not know where things are and uh it, it it's it's a mess so it'll i mean there's no telling how long it's going to take to get things cleaned up uh, but we did have a power uh power of attorney appointed i uh, was appointed by the court uh so he almost has like guardianship in a way uh we had to get an attorney involved to get that done and uh so it was kind of a mess but we're now in the process of cleaning everything up right so we're going through and which is no, not a fun process. No, no, no. And there's there's real estate involved. There's a farm involved. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff involved in it. Uh, so it's been a, it's been a real challenge for everybody involved uh, just to find out where stuff is. Yeah. That's the that's the challenge. And he didn't even know. That was the other crazy thing. Uh, she really didn't know. So I, I've seen that multiple times. I mean, I've got you know several widows and widowers that yep. became clients of mine because the spouse had passed away and with several of them I can think of right off the top of my head, uh, they were not the money person. Yeah. Now they're all intelligent. Most of them are fairly well educated, but they don't know where everything is. Uh, I've got one lady that did not know how to reconcile a checkbook. Um, and we're not talking about young people that are kind of doing things a little bit of a different way. Now we're talking about somebody that has done things the old fashioned way their whole life, had no idea how to do it. We spent an entire day, paying off bills and reconciling checkbook. And she looked at me and she said, 
do I need to enter every receipt when I use my debit card into my checkbook? I said, yeah, that's the only way to do it right. And she pulled out a wad like this. I mean, it was basketball size of receipts from this big purse that she had. There were thousands of dollars that had been spent that there was no accounting for. Um, so what I would tell you is if you're the money person in your household, you need to teach the other person how to, where everything is, yep. how to handle it, because you do not want, you're already under duress when you lose a spouse. And now you don't even know how to pay the mortgage or to turn the, you know, to keep the lights turned on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing I will, uh, the other thing that's interesting about uh, the software you're talking about, if we're, I think we're talking about the same software, mm-hmm. uh, don't talk about it because then that's the secret. You have to come in and see us if you want to know about this <laughs> special secret sauce uh, uh, software we have. But the interesting thing is, so I, as you guys know, we, uh, we had this conversation. So I just took my girlfriend through that software package and she had to update a few documents. So we updated everything. Uh, and you can actually send, we sent her mother the link. So now her and her mother, and she was fine with it. We did, we did talk about that. But uh, so now her and her mother both have access to this vault, as, you, as you're yep. calling it. I think it is called the vault, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, okay. All right. So, uh, but they both have access to it. So should something happen to her, her mom knows, I just log in and right there everything is. So we literally went through and said, listed on that website, all of her assets and, uh, and all that good stuff. So at least her mom sort of has a general idea of where the majority of everything is. Um, so again, that's another, another thing that if you could just do that, you're going to be makes life a lot easier oh, uh, yeah. for the people who, you know, it's yeah. not going to be easy. Obviously they, they lose you or, or you lose somebody that close to you. That's not easy. It's hard enough. Makes life a lot easier when you're not yeah. having to turn. Mm. You're already going to go through their house. You're already going to have to do all that, all that hard stuff, but you don't want to have to be digging through paper files and all the right. trying to find. Well, and, and digging through paper files. I think back to when my mom passed, mom considered herself to be highly highly organized well by her standards she was in her mind she was by mine and everybody else's we couldn't find anything it took months of rifling through decades old paperwork so doing it in a system like that helps whoever's left your survivors they can find things yep yeah and there's a such thing of being too organized some people still have these big tall file cabinets from oh yeah the 80s in their house or 70s oh, yeah. in their house oh. and their the drawers are completely full that's exactly what i'm talking about from statements yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah that you don't even need anymore every statement right. from everything they've ever done in their life yeah 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 so what are some of the what, sort of give us an idea a client comes in and you're talking about sort of being organized what are some of the things that best practices that you guys typically walk a client through of, hey, make sure you do this, make sure you do that, I'd encourage you to do this. What, what are some of the things? Well, we, we go through a checklist uh, when clients mm-hmm. onboarding, we're going through a checklist and, and when we're talking about estate planning and, and sometimes it's not even necessarily when we, before you get to estate planning, it could be what Chris was mentioning earlier about communicating. If you're the mm-hmm. bill payer, I'll use my wife for an example. I talk to my wife a couple times a year about the bills alone, yep. just because I'm the one that does all the bills. She comes home, she'll come home from work, she'll drop her benefits package or whatever it is she gets at work on the table and go, look at this, you need to do this. And I'll say, we need to do this right. because if something was to happen to me, right. she's going to have to take care of that. So, Or uh, Jimmy the pool boy will. That's yeah. <laughs> a different that, story. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that, that's, uh, that's more of a conversation, you guys. If you ever come see us, I... Jimmy the pool boy is my common phrase, but anyway, go ahead. So we'll go through a checklist as to what who you know what kind of conversations they should be having. Yeah. What do we need? Um, we do have that 
uh, obviously, what can we save in the vault, and even like passports, things like that, that yep. in yeah. case you, you lose that. Um, you know, so we go through a checklist as to how they should get their financial world in order. Yep. Um, and that certainly helps. You know, but at the end of the day, we we can as advisors we can kind of guide them into what they do, but they have to be able to yep. do that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think that that helps those conversations around it with that checklist and everything will help. But getting in, in your your life in order organized is is extremely important. Yeah. I, I was going to go with the checklist thing as well. It's it's not just a matter of organizing. That's all true. But there's a lot of things that you don't think are that important. But by going through a systematic uh, a finding of all of those important documents or decisions that have to be made. Uh, one of the things that you very rarely see in estate documents is what your wishes are when you pass away. Uh, and your survivors are guessing at what you wanted. Well, I think she said that she yeah. wanted this. Man, you don't want somebody who just lost a spouse or a parent, you know, maybe two days before coming up with things like this. So going through that process, that checklist of, of documents and wishes and beliefs will help kind of organize everything for you. And then there's, I don't think that there's a right or a wrong answer as far as where you put everything, but it is important that other people have access to it. Yep. Uh, there's, you know, I've heard people say, well, put everything in a binder. What happens if you have a fire? Yeah. Now, now what? So just making sure that other people know where all the documents are, you know, the software we're talking about where uh, a, a parent or, a, you know, a family member has access to it from outside. Yeah. Those are all great things to do. Yeah, keep in mind that, you know, in some of your estate documents, it's great to have a digital copy of it, but you actually have to have the, the, have to have the original. original yeah. So uh, it may not always be that, that uh, you know, the storm digitally is what you need. Sometimes you need the original. So yep. just keep that in mind. And whoever does your estate work will let you know which ones you have to have, yep. uh, which ones are copies are acceptable and that kind of thing. Uh, the one thing I tell you that, so there, we have a couple of great resources Um that we sort of will walk clients through to say, you know, here's where I do all my banking. Here's where I have a life insurance mm -hmm. policy. Here's where I have my investments. But at the end of the day, what we encourage all of our clients to do is just give them a name to say, if something happens to me, reach out to Aaron. Aaron knows everything. If something happens to, you know, to me, call Chris. Chris knows everything. And while we don't have access to everything, we probably have done some sort of notes in our file or mm -hmm. something in a financial plan where we have a list of everything that you have. And so at least we can sort of help that executor or beneficiaries or however you want to look at it, at least get got them in the right direction, yep. right? Uh, but I will tell you one thing I do is I actually have, I have a spreadsheet and I list everything. I don't list how much is there. You could, but I don't necessarily do that. That changes. Yeah, I will list, like I have a life insurance policy. I list the life, who it's with and the policy number, mm -hmm. things like that. But like investment accounts, I just say they're at Schwab. I don't say how much there is. I just say it's at Schwab. Uh, I have a couple other things that I say reach out to this particular person because they, they, uh, they will know what it is. So as long as you have something like that, um, you know, because a lot of times this conversation is a bit morbid and, you have a it's you to an issue for people to have that morbid you know thought process yep. or conversation, so they'll have a tendency to not do it. But if you just want to, hey, you know, beat your chest and say, "Rah rah, look how much I'm worth." If you want to just do that, and you just say, "Hey, here's my full balance sheet," and you just instead of putting a number out there, you know, you put on uh, put out there who your 
uh, who the best contact is for that particular asset. That's really what that's really what you need to do. Uh, and again, we have a resource. So if you don't have the estate plan documents that you want, call us. We can walk you through it. We got a great process in place to do it. Uh, if we need something uh, more sophisticated, we have in-house counsel. Uh, we have everything you need. Plus, we have that particular software. As what Aaron, was, I think what Aaron was talking about has that vault. Uh, we can load everything in there. You can share that vault with beneficiaries or your kids or girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever you right. want, a mistress, whatever you want. We don't really care who you <laughs> share with. Uh, but anyway, uh, but we, we have all those resources, right? So that's the point is if you don't think you're that organized and you just want somebody to organize you, just like if you went to uh, you know, a uh, bed, bath, and beyond, or something, and you said, Hey, I need organization here. They got uh, that whole section called organization, yeah. right? Uh, it's kind of the same thing, right? So, we can help you get organized, um, and we're happy to do that for you. So, uh, look us up, come see us. We don't charge for it. You can come in, talk to us, and say, What does all that mean when you say organized? What, how can you help us out? What, what can you do for us? We're happy to walk you through that. Um, uh, any other comments, questions about this particular subject? Uh, no, not really. Okay. All right. I think we hit it all. Yeah, so uh, make sure you tune in every week. Uh, we'll be happy to, to uh, well, we put out content every week. We'll be happy to answer any questions you might have about any of the subject matters we cover. Phone number for us, 502-200-5214. Uh, make sure you tune in last week. Chris had a pretty good... 5210. What'd I say? 5214. Oh, 5210, oh, five, sorry. 5214 is zeros. me direct. After sorry. the conversation <laughs> last week, I knew there weren't enough zeros there. 5210. Sorry, that's the main number. You'll get any of us. Uh, but if you call me, that's fine. We'll, we'll, that's get, you, fine. we'll get you directed wherever you want to go. Uh, but anyway, last week we talked about sort of surrounding yourself or teamwork. So make sure you uh, go back and watch that one. That was a very good one. That was Chris's idea. Uh, so he, uh, he, that was his subject. But anyway, if you got any questions and if you have any uh, uh, subjects you want us to address, are happy to, uh, Please, to do that. Yeah, I'd love to hear Yeah, those. a couple of the ones we've done have been uh, uh, things that clients have said, hey, mm-hmm. I want you to address this. So uh, we can do that too. But anyway, uh, does anybody want to sign us off, do that thing that Eric Norman does? You, you I do am it. not technologically sad. Basically, if you're watching, hit, hit, okay, hit the, the subscribe, subscribe button. button is red. And you get our Mr. content Producer's every back week. Here shaking his head at us right now. I think he's disgusted with us. <laughs> if you're listening to us on podcast, make sure you like and review and give us a thumbs up and all our stuff. Uh, it just helps us. Uh, YouTube, you hit the red subscribe button. I said that a minute ago. I'm anyway, just, I'm behind. I'm yeah. Right. Anyway, I hit. You know what you need to do. Um, <laughs> anyway, you guys have a good week. Uh, we will talk to you next week. The information given herein is taken from sources at IFP Advisors, LLC, Doing Businesses Independent Financial Partners, IFP, IFP Securities, Doing Businesses, IFP, and its advisors believed to be reliable, but it is not guaranteed by us as to accuracy or completeness. This is for informational purposes only and in no event should be construed as an offer to sell or solicitation of an offer to buy any securities or products. Please consult your tax and or legal advisor before implementing any tax and or legal related strategies mentioned in this publication as IFP does not provide tax and or legal advice. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and do not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs of individual investors. This report may not be reproduced, distributed, or published by any person for any purpose without IFP's express prior written consent. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, doing business as independent financial partners, IFP, member of FINRA and SIPC, investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, doing business as IFP, a registered investment advisor. 
IFP and Family Wealth Planning Partners are not affiliated. The information given herein is taken from sources that IFP Advisors LLC doing business as IFP, IFP Securities LLC doing business as IFP, and its advisors believe to be reliable, but it is not guaranteed by us as to accuracy or completeness. This is for informational purposes only, and in no event should be construed as an offer to sell or solicitation of an offer to buy any securities or products. Please consult your tax and or legal advisor before implementing any tax and or legal related strategies mentioned in this publication as IFP does not provide tax and or legal advice. Opinions expressed are subject to change without notice and do not take into account the particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs of individual investors.